What is Bigfoot? Are these creatures real? Where did they originate from? These are some of the many questions that still do not have any legitimate answers to this day. Tonight, I will be talking about the Hmong version of the infamous Bigfoot. For those of you that have not heard of our version, please keep an open mind and then draw your own conclusions on if this creature is actually real. In the Hmong version of Bigfoot, the information that I will be discussing about has been gathered and inspired by scary storyteller and YouTuber Fuji, known for his channel Hmong Bedtime Stories. I have provided a link in the description below, and I highly recommend his channel and stories, so please check him out after this video. With that said, in the Hmong culture, we call this creature Mahlu. This differs largely when compared to the name Bigfoot. Now, there is no exact origin of how our people came up with this name, but it has a completely different meaning than the term Bigfoot. Because the word Ma, to give you a vague translation, would mean soft, probably referring to the hair and or fur of the creature. But the word hlu means love, in which no one really has an explanation for. It seems as though even the elders don't have a real good explanation of why we as the Hmong people have decided to call this creature Mahlu. But tonight, I will do my best to tell you this story in the American language. But I can assure you that this story told in our native tongue is much, much more chilling. But without further ado, on with the story. There is no exact location of where this creature has been seen by our people, but it is believed to have lived in the forests of Laos and Thailand. In the Hmong version of Bigfoot, the creature is said to only be seen by people during the night. The elders always had the suspicion of spirits and creatures roaming the night, and so they always warned their children and fellow hunters to be extra careful when traveling alone. But even with this being the case, many people would still roam alone on foot because they had no other way of transportation. Or they were in search of food by hunting and bringing back a meal for their families. It is said that this creature does not shy away when spotted like the American version of the Bigfoot, however. But still, very similar description as far as the long limbs, face, fur, and height, but very different characteristics as a creature from the information I have gathered. 
our version has been said to actually catch and consume humans. Though the creature is very large, it is rather slow. When sighted, it will still attempt to chase you. However, with its limbs being so extra long, it makes it hard for the creature to run properly. To give you a better description of what I mean, it was as if the creature had no knees and or joints, making it appear rather stiff whenever it chased its prey. So if you are ever found to be chased by this creature, the elders advised that you don't just run straight or downhill because the creature would have a better chance of falling forward to grab you with it being so tall. Instead, you should run in different routes and zigzags and even uphill if you are able to, to possibly slow down the creature so you had the possibility of outrunning it. However, if worse comes to worse and you have been caught by the creature, you are to listen to these exact words in order to survive. Now, if you had listened to the elders, you would have prepped yourself with two hollowed out bamboo braces that were carved out to fit over your arms and wrists like a pair of bracelets. I will explain how these come in handy shortly. Now, when this creature finally catches you, it will grab you by both of your wrists as it laughs in a low rumble, looking up to the skies and moon. Though the creature is considered highly dangerous, it also has its own guidelines and rules to follow as well. If it looks up to the skies and moon, and the sky is not clear, and if the moon is not fully lit, the time has not come for it to kill you and eat you just yet. And during this time, the creature will then loosen its grip just a bit upon your wrists, but still hold you captive as it waited for the approval to eat you. The reason being is that they had a fear that the gods above would strike lightning down and kill them if they did not obey these rules. However, if the sky was clear and the moon was fully lit, you would then again hear the low rumble of laughter from the creature, and then it will finally kill and consume you then and there. Now, here is where the bamboo bracelets come in handy. By having the bracelets around your wrists at all times, when the creature grabs a hold of you, you can twist your hands, maneuver, and slide your hands out and make a run for it from the creature. This is the easiest way to escape. But if you didn't have the bamboo bracelets on, you would have to pay extra close attention 
to the key moment of when the creature looked up to the skies for approval. When it goes through this process, you have one more chance to break free when its grip has loosened as it waited for the gods of the sky's approval to eat you. When this opportunity comes up, you need to act fast and make a run for it. This is the only way to outsmart the creature. The elders also have a story of the two brothers who went out hunting in the forest and stayed overnight. They had made a decision to camp out in the woods since it had become too late to attempt walking in the darkness back home. They stayed close to each other for backup and had a lit fire to keep them warm and also to keep them company. During the middle of the night, while the younger brother was fast asleep, on the other hand, it was a sleepless night for the older brother as he tossed and turned. Moments passed. He then began to hear loud and heavy thumps from a distance. He soon discovered that it was the sound of footsteps coming from a group of about three Bigfoots closing in on their camp from a distance. Though he was afraid, he remained calm and faked being asleep as the creatures closed in. With the older brother's eyes being slightly opened, he noticed that the creatures seemed to be hesitant and coming too close because they seemed to be afraid of the open fire. As the creatures mumbled amongst themselves, they then looked up to the skies. Seeing that the sky was clear and that the moon was full, they crept in a bit closer, but towards the younger brother. But with the swift motion from the older brother, and in a split second, while the creatures had their backs facing him, he grabbed a log from the burning fire and smacked one of the creatures hard in the back. The creature screamed and roared out in pain as the flames caught onto his fur. The commotion woke the younger brother up and he ran over to his older brother's side. At this time, the other two creatures were startled and tried helping the one that was caught on fire. But in doing so, they both caught on fire as well. The screams and the roars became louder as the brothers watched from a distance as they were still trying to make sense of all of this thinking these must be the creatures that our elders have been telling us about. The creatures ran back into the deep parts of the woods and eventually collapsed and died. It was said that after incidents such as these that the creatures began to grow a fear of humans and fire. But in the beginning our elders said that a lot of our people fell victim to the killings and eatings of these creatures 
and that there was nothing that we could do as a people to stop the horror. But then our people started getting smarter and discovered the fear of the creatures. And as time passed, they eventually stopped roaming the areas where we would be, which resulted in less killings of humans, but also less food for the creatures as well. And so it is believed that this is one of the reasons that the creature became extinct, and there has been no sightings for over a century. Now, I want to hear from all of you. Do you think that these creatures really existed? Or is there a chance that they still may be alive today? And if not, give me reasons why you don't believe so. A lot of people have asked me for my own personal opinion. And to answer them, yes, I do believe that these creatures are real. Do they exist now? Probably not, but most definitely back then. Just think about it. In America, we have the Bigfoot. In the Himalayan and Siberian regions of Eastern Asia, they have the Yeti. And then in Laos and Thailand, we have the Mahlu. All of these sightings were way before any means of communication through technology amongst the different countries that have had sightings of this supposedly creature. Meaning there was no way for our ancestors to hear about the Bigfoot in America and then make up their own creature in which had very striking similarities. It becomes like the argument about dragons, which were never proven to be real as well, but yet more than one country has their own tale of these mythical creatures, which keeps you guessing how and why. Even today, there are still sightings from all around the world of the supposedly Bigfoot. And if they are still roaming the earth today, they are highly intelligent to have stayed hidden all of these years.